Hey. There we go. Okay. Welcome to the Justin Salem Meyer Photography Podcast. And uh, I'm here with Missy LaFriends. Um, and I'm so excited to talk to her. She seems to keep winning everything. I guess it's award season. And you win, you just won, what, um, like best photographer in the world, according to Shoot and Share? According to Shoot and Share. <laughs> and then best photographer in the world, according to Looks Like Film? Or you were two of 35 nominees they gave? There were 76. So 76. There was, I was just a part of a blog post that said 76 best wedding images. I mean, that's pretty amazing though, right? I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Right. I mean, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Sweet. I mean, that's amazing. And the, yeah, so full disclosure, I dated a girl in my, high, or in high school who was a cheerleader at Eldora New Providence. Yes. As were you. So yes. I have this claim on you <laughs> that I knew you win, even though I don't think we ever like hung out or anything no, like no, that. No, no. I remember really thinking you were cool. You just came and played in the band at my youth group. That's and right. And everyone thought you were super cool because right. you were from the big city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually just went and photographed uh, some stuff for my friend in Steamboat Rock. Really? And it was so fun to go back to, back, back there. Yeah. It's such a small town. <laughs> oh, it's great. Because it, you went to Valley, right? I went to Valley, yeah. And how many kids were in your graduating class? Like 750, something like that. 57 <laughs> in mine. So, like, I don't even... I don't even... And Dinola's like a huge town to me. And when Shoot and Share interviewed me, they're like, she's from a small town in Iowa. I'm like, really? No. <laughs> I have an even smaller town. Yeah. No. Uh, so I have at least known who you are for a while. Then your stuff started popping up and it just got really good. <laughs> and it's it's been fun to watch you get recognized. And then a year ago, we I tried to leverage your awesomeness to do a workshop with you in Austin. And it was really fun. And again, all my podcast and like when I did the workshop last year, it was just because I wanted to hang out with you right, and right. kind of understand yeah, you. Yeah. So I'm like, well, let's put a workshop together about yeah, Missy. So I, um, it's been fun for me to watch what you're doing. And I feel like you just keep doing a, a great, you. great job. Um, Likewise. It's been like, it's such a competitive thing uh, around here, at least there's so many photographers. Right. So when you see somebody's stuff that continues to look different yeah. and have a, a different point of view, um, it's really fun to watch yeah. that be I'm so unaware of the competitive. <laughs> yeah, correct. You're, I'm just like... Yeah, as we I talked, know, you're, I know you're, some people. you're isolated, which is so awesome. But I also yeah. think that that makes it... That makes your stuff continue to not look like everybody else's. That's the goal. Okay, so then I love asking this question. Like, let's, let's start with like a, a broad overview. Like, okay. What do you do? You have a photography business. Yes. What kind of photography do you do? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, I do it. I do whatever I want. Okay. It's kind of like I don't. I do a little bit of seniors and families, maternity, and some weddings. I don't want to dominate one of those okay. because I did that. I tried to be just a newborn photographer and then I hated it. Yep. And then I tried to just be a family photographer and I hated it. Okay. So I found for me, I need to mix it up. Okay. So I just try and book everything evenly. And I know I can't handle more than one wedding a month, if okay. that. Otherwise, I'll hate weddings. I need like a three week recovery period from a wedding because it's like, it's so, and in, it's intense for me. Okay. So that's what I do. I try to mix it up. And then you are a mom. You've yes. got three kids. Yes. You're, so you're, I mean, it's not like you've got the 
flexibility to put in 60 hours a week and all this so they're not quite to the point where i can leave them home (laughs) i mean i have an almost 12 year old but he could start the house on fire okay so yeah i don't have the flexibility and i'm i'm happy with the amount kind of happy with the amount of sessions i think i still work too much okay Especially with kids' activities and stuff, I want to be able to baseball three times a week. That makes it hard yeah. to yeah. show up. My kids are so much younger, and it's awesome the amount of flexibility I have right now. Yeah. But I, that will have to shift and change. When they have chorus and baseball and yeah. you know different activities, it, it, it does make it a little bit harder. Um, just like on the practical level, you're doing... Do you have a number? Like, I'm trying to do this many sessions a week... Two. Two sessions a week. And then how long are your sessions usually? No more than two hours. Okay. And then how much post work, if you have a two hour session, does that usually mean? Two to three hours. Okay. So you're, you're, it's depending in, on, you know, like eight to 10 hours a week. And in, in theory, if you don't have a wedding, that's the kind of, yeah, what it would be. a lot. I mean, I always tell people the actual taking pictures and editing is not the majority of my work. Okay. I mean, Communication with clients, styling clients, yeah, m- m- trying to market and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Constantly brainstorming. I feel like that takes the majority of the stress. The sessions and editing is what I enjoy, and then that is all that paperwork yeah. that you don't like. Um, I have an assistant who's amazing, Stacy, and she handles almost all of my emailing oh, and nice. scheduling. Yeah. And so one thing, the way that it's been more sustainable for me is that. Unless it's a wedding. What we found is that if you email Stacy about a wedding, they, I never hear from the bride again. Really? They want to talk to like actually yeah, me. Yeah, I could see that. But almost all other sessions, because you'll have somebody who will go back and forth with you 10 times before their session. Yes. And if I, like yesterday, I shot all day. I had no time to check my computer. Yeah. So if you're trying to like put something on the books yeah. and every time you go back and forth, it's one more day, it shouldn't right. take you 10 days to yeah. schedule something. I find that with wedding <laughs> inquiries only. Okay. When someone wants to book a family session or mater- they already know. Yeah. Because I've put everything on my website. Okay. My pricing's on there. I don't, I, like you just said, I don't really want that fuss. But with my weddings, I get a lot of back and forth because I'll have people try to book with me before they're engaged. <laughs> so. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I, we can't, I can't put anything on the books until I have a date. I love the idea. A date and a venue. Correct. If we don't know those things, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like I can't yeah. block a day off, which is how it works for me. If there's yeah. not a date. Right. Yeah. That's a weird. Okay. Um, I, this is one of my next favorite questions just because, and it's fun to ask people because they don't know how to answer it usually, <laughs> but what's, what's your style? Um, I, I would like to think that I don't have a style. I don't want to be constrained by yeah. uh, a word, but I'm somewhere, I like to mix lifestyle yeah. and editorial. Okay. My, you'll see that I'll have like this one epic photo that I'll post and then I'll have maybe more of a candid lifestyle. So my sessions are a, a wide range of, I start off with a very posed you know, Christmas card type picture. And then by the end it's controlled chaos. Can, yeah. Deconstruct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's, um, it's, it, that's a really common way that higher end brands work. Like if you, like a, a Mercedes is going to 
have an ad with their most expensive car. Yeah. And then we go buy the cheapest, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Or even Chevy, it's like they're going to show the Corvette and the Camaro, yeah. but like you're going to drive a Chevy Spark yeah. or yeah. something like that. Right. So I think that, yeah, your portfolio and your social media should be that like right. most epic shot. Yeah, right. But, and people may come to you for that, but oftentimes when they leave, they treasure these like candid moments and that's what i'm trying to do is give them give them the pictures that i know because i feel i always put myself in the situation i want a picture of all my kids looking at the camera where i can see the twinkle in their eye i feel that's important to have but then i also want to give them an artistic photo where they're like holy crap i didn't know i was that good looking yeah yeah so i want to give them that range i try to post pictures that um Show them what the majority of their gallery will be. Okay. The majority of their gallery will not be them looking at the camera. The majority of their gallery will be them running or laying down or stuff yeah. like that. So, um, and all of my sessions are booked from a word of mouth. Okay. Which uh, I take a lot of pride in. Same. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, I don't feel like I'm marketing to the point where I'm tricking people you know what I mean yeah into- which I guess that actually that really is the one a great answer for like what is your style when yeah. you're like it's relational yeah it's it's based off of um taking care of the current relations I have yeah. and then they'll talk to somebody else so, you know that's right. how it all I'm not good at the Instagram stories people <laughs> don't know me until they meet me at the session which yeah. I understand that's the name of the game now is social media. I'm just not good at it. And I would, I'm like, I always say if they could meet me, they'd love me. But I just, I'm not good at the social media. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. And and it's a rat race. You know what I mean? Like, how do you cut through and how do you do it well? And I, my position, a lot of it has been to try to be as honest as I can because you really just, you get me. Yeah. And so if I have like some weird act that I'm putting on. Yeah. Then when you meet me in real life, you're going to be like, wait, it's not like this. It's like, well. You can be whoever you want on social media. Correct. But you could be a complete jerk at your session. (laughs) So I I guess. It's happened. There are people that are like. Oh, all the time (laughs) it happens. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, How, let's kind of rewind and how did you get into photography? Like, how did we get here? Okay. Um, I went to school to be a nurse. Okay. But hindsight, I've always had photography in my life. I was, I was the kid. I was the friend in the group that was the one who took the pictures. Okay. And I took a one photography class in high school, but it was a floppy disk digital camera. <laughs> and the teacher just, it was two of us in the class. Okay. I was a senior and he just said, go take pictures around town. <laughs> didn't think anything of it. Went to school to be a nurse. Didn't like it. Changed my major at UNI to business. Okay. So took a year of business and uh, with a minor in art. Okay. And that's where I took my art history uh, drawing and I took a photography class. I never worked in the dark room before and that's what solidified it for me was this is amazing. I didn't even know that this is how pictures were actually made. I thought Medicap did it all. <laughs> and so I called my friend that I took that class with in high school and she's like, I'm at Hawkeye. You should totally come to Hawkeye. It's amazing. So I called my mom and said, hey mom, I want to be a photographer. And bless her heart, she didn't say, you're not going to make any money. That's not a real job. She just said, okay, you know, whatever you need. And uh, well, there was a lot of money that had to go into. You had to buy all your equipment. So I had to buy a 20D, uh, like a Manfrotto tripod. Yeah. And uh, really high-end stuff. And so I already had my uh, electives done that got me my 
associate's degree. Okay. But the way Hawkeye was set up was you had to do the two-year program. You couldn't, you didn't have a choice on when the time the class was. It was in a specific order. So um, the whole first year was film. And we worked with medium and large format cameras. Cool. And in the black and white and color. And then all two years was Photoshop and Lightroom. And um, portraiture wasn't really a thing back then, but Illustrator was. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, learn how to mount my... I mean, it was everything. Anything that you would need to be a photographer, whether you did film or digital, that's what they taught you. Cool. So I'm extremely blessed that I have that foundation. Um, The only thing that it didn't teach me was how to deal with clients. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that was something that I had to experience. Um, Right after I got done with Hawkeye, my husband and I had moved to Anamosa, Iowa. Knew no one. And I worked at a mall studio, picture people, because again, I didn't know that you could actually be a photographer correct, as a job. Correct. So it's like, how, I just looked at What year the, was this? Uh, 2006. Yeah. And it was just getting where you could be, but like at that time yeah. it wasn't. It was, yeah. every town had their photographer who had been doing it for 30 years yep, yep. and that was it. Yep. And so I just looked up the yellow pages for photographer and I found the picture people. So I decided I'll just work there. And I also called up the town's photographer. Yeah. I think his name was Reardon Photography. Mm-hmm. And he said I could do an internship with him. Okay. So I went in for the interview and he's like, what you would be doing is editing my photos and helping me clean up the studio and being my assistant. And he sat me down. He's like, do you have any questions for me? I said, what's the best advice you could give me? And he's like, you can never charge too much for your photos. Hmm. And I'm like, what a dick. <laughs> and I didn't want to work with him because of that. Because I was like, I'm an artist. (laughs) But now I get what he was trying to say was that this, when you're a photographer, it has to be a business. Mm -hmm. So I never worked with him. Yeah. Um, And I continued with the picture people for about a year. And then I felt I was ready to just Mm -hmm. do my own thing. So in 2007 is when I just took the leap and I started doing my own thing. Sweet. So, yeah. Um, And then... What's your what's your current gear setup? What are you running? Mark IV, okay. a Canon Mark IV, and then I use my 85 and my 35 are my main lenses. And those are the one twos? Is that what? Are the one two? One, the, one point four. The four, okay. Um, do you? I mean, you have the twenty four to seventy or the seventy two hundred that stuff. I have a seventy to two hundred. I have a twenty four to seventy. I have a fifty. Um, I have a one hundred. Interesting. Just lenses that I've accumulated correct, over correct. time. Correct. Yeah. Um, but mostly I use my 85 and my 35 okay. for a wedding, for a family session, for everything. That's, I just yeah. like to keep it simple. Sweet. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what's the, what's the next goal or what's the big dream? You know, as a, I feel like when you're a parent and when we're in Iowa, it's a little bit different than like, I want to, you know, shoot album covers for, you know, it's like, yeah, that just, that doesn't, that doesn't appeal to me. Um, I want to be, a household name in the photography industry for what I do. So I want, I'm kind of on the cusp of getting into mentoring. Okay. And that's what I want my majority of my work to be is mentoring. I'm really passionate about business consulting, especially to moms like me who need to work around their husband's schedule. How do you make money? How do you make more money than your husband? (laughs) Uh, Because I've talked to a lot of women and, they don't have a clue. 
yeah. on how to do that. They just got into photography because they like it, but they don't understand how to make money. So that's where I would like to be is, is consulting other people like me to be successful. Yeah. So that's what I, that's a long-term goal for me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There, I mean, even in that, I feel like I, I always kind of use this reference point that, uh, when you're married, you want to charge enough that your spouse is excited for you to leave. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, what are, if you're, what are you worth? If you're gone for an hour and it's 50 bucks and you come home and your spouse is like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Absolutely. Where on the other hand, it's like, if I'm gone for a wedding and it's $5,000, my wife is like, Great. Yep, take, do that take again. Take <laughs> all day. If you need to go longer, you just, you go. Yeah. So, I, yeah, you helping people find that number. And, and for a lot of people, there's a lot of skill that needs to be developed. Yes. For some people, it's a it's just a simple, like, price point tweak. And it is different for everybody. Yeah. And I, I use uh, the analogy of your kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. What is it going to take for you to miss your kid's birthday party? Or what is it going to take for you to not be able to kiss your kids goodnight? Yeah. What's that number? And it makes them think differently because yeah. that's potentially what you could be missing. You know, I've booked a lot of weddings and I've missed birthday parties or family <laughs> gatherings. So what's well, that yeah, number? When we, I, you know, my, when my daughter started dance before she even started, I had her recital booked mm-hmm. and it's like, I can't make the recital. So I was there for the dress rehearsal. I mean, like there are ways to, there yeah. are ways around it, but yeah, that's exactly it because... The problem with photography is that it's hard to do it eight to five yeah. when everybody else is working. You, yeah. So it's just, it's nights and weekends yep. primarily. And so you, yeah, and when your kids get older, it's like, well, that's when everything else is too. So right. what are you going to do? We initially were planning on homeschooling. Um, so we had that kind of freedom. But my daughter is similar to me and is like a, has <laughs> extreme social needs. And yeah. so it just was so evident for us that she needed to be at a school yeah. where she was around a bunch of other people right. and she wants to, you know, it's like, you don't want your kid to not be involved in anything. Right. But man, it'd be a little bit more convenient yeah. <laughs> if they were, yeah. if they just loved reading or yeah. something, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's not, that's funny. That's not our reality yet <laughs> at least. So, um, what so far have you had any like, you know, big monuments or big career successes that you've kind of hung your hat on? I mean, I feel like if your goal is to become a household name, winning a few things like you've done in the last yeah. week yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. have been good. And I feel like you've always done well on Shoot and Share or Looks Like Film, but I don't know yeah. that they've... I don't I don't know that you were as active last year to get... The, Shoot, this was my... 2019 was my first year in shoot and share. I'd never heard of it. Okay. Someone um, who was in my mentoring group just said, you should do it. It's fun. Okay. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And then the looks like film thing, I'm not as into anymore. I feel like I was earlier and you know, you can only do something for so long and then you're like, I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially when everyone else is winning it. I, I think looks like film is fun. But it's not as prestigious as non-photographers would think. It's great <laughs> to be recognized. Yeah, yeah. But when it feels like everybody's winning, then it takes away that excitement. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice. I mostly just post in there because I think it's a cool photo and I just want to share it. Yeah. And share my perspective that I can't say on my business page. So um, the shoot and share thing, I think, was a bigger deal to me because people actually vote. It's cool. not based on how many likes you get on a Facebook page or based off the <laughs> algorithm <laughs> yeah, of yeah. a group. You know what I mean? You yeah. can kind of control what time of day you post a p- 
picture and face looks like film. But with the shoot and share, um, you enter as many photos as you want. Um, you can't stack a category. So okay. you can't dominate the wedding category. You have to have so many photos in each category. And then people vote for it. Cool. And I had no idea. There were so many good photographs. So I didn't have any expectations. Didn't even know that the grand prize was an award. So when they contacted me, I'm like... Yeah, did, they, did you win anything? That's what my kids said. They're like, how much was the check? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, nope. nope. Just the pride of winning. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, bragging rights cool. for a year. After that, I'm going to have to let it go. I mean, I yeah. need to let it go now. But uh, it's I use that kind of stuff as marketing yeah. for myself. Yeah, correct. It's just, I And mean, especially it adds credibility if you want to teach. Exactly. You know I mean? Where for exactly. me, it's like, it's hard to... I'm not... I've never competed much. I did one... One year I did PPI. Yeah. And then I submitted a few things and then I didn't hear anything. So I was bummed. And then later a buddy was like, hey, dude, you won. <laughs> you got third place. And this <laughs> was like, I did. I, I did. They didn't even tell, they didn't tell me anything. I enjoy it oh. because that was kind of the, what we learned at Hawkeye was learning to have your photos critiqued. Because yeah. every time you had an assignment, it was up on the projector and everyone in the class judged it. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt my feelings when I don't win. It doesn't hurt my feelings if you say, I don't like your photography. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah. I can move on with life. Correct. But I like that submitting them, reflecting on my work, learning from it, let's do better. Yeah. That's what I like. Personally, I do it for myself. I don't do it for anyone else but me. Okay. So okay. I don't know if I'll ever do anything else again, but it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> do you have any um, do you have any products or anything that you use that you swear by that seem like you obviously spend a little bit of time in Photoshop. Yeah. And Lightroom, I'm assuming. I only use Lightroom to cull you and convert. You only use Lightroom to cull. Everything then goes. So like if you have, how many how many photos do you deliver for a wedding? Uh, sometimes up to a thousand. Then I, are you bringing a thousand photos into Photoshop? I batch edit them. So okay, okay. In Photoshop in or like So ACR is a yeah, plugin. Adobe, that, Adobe the, Camera Raw. And it's set up just like Lightroom. Correct. But more organized. In my opinion. Okay. Uh, when I go into Lightroom and edit, because obviously when I'm teaching, I, there are people who use Lightroom and yeah. I have to teach them in Lightroom. But I feel like Lightroom is going into someone else's house and not knowing where the cups are. Or where the, fair, fair. Um, ACR is set up just like Lightroom, except the tabs are horizontal instead okay. of everything is vertical Stacks. and you scroll okay. through. Okay. Um, so I open up those photos. I'll open up like 50 at a time that are similar and um, I pre-edit them in ACR, get that coloring just right or whatever, and then I open them up in Photoshop and I run, run that action. an action yep. and then I just batch save. Cool. So unless there's something where, you know, you gotta edit back fat out or a big old pimple, Correct. everything is easy yep. peasy. Yep. I can get it I can get a wedding done in a day. Okay. So I I, I know that some people are like, well Lightroom is faster. If you have your ACR makes it a lot, it's yeah. the same amount of time. If I think at the end of the day, you figure out whatever works for you. So oh, yeah. if somebody's in, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Capture one or whatever, and they feel like they can get it better. Right. The thing is, you just never look at a photo and you say, well, that was clearly color corrected in yeah. ACR versus Lightroom. It's like, no, yeah. you don't. Some people claim that. Capture One can do things that Lightroom can't, but I've never... I, I have, I've, I've never, never even... I don't even know what Capture One is. Capture One is like the like the industry standard for tethering. 
Okay. And then maybe like really high end editing. It does a lot of the stuff that oh, okay. that Lightroom does. I have only had to have it because if you go shoot on a big corporate job or like for Meredith or something, they're expecting to see Capture One. Oh, really? Okay. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's any more capable. Right, right. And then I'm a Nikon guy. And even when Apple upgraded to Catalina, Catalina didn't talk to, like, it, so there's always like some problem yeah. of these yeah. things not working. Yeah. And most of it comes down to tethering. Gotcha. That's what it does better than other, gotcha. other things. Um, I, yeah. Again, I think that everybody kind of develops their process, whether yeah. you call in photo mechanics yeah. or something. At some point, you just figure out how it's it just, works for you. It's, I mean, it's what I was taught at Hawkeye. We were taught to um, upload through Lightroom, convert, mm-hmm. and then I call through Bridge. Okay. I go through, I, I push spacebar, make it a big screen, and I go arrow do 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 five star do, do. it's like super fast yep. i don't even yep. i don't second guess it i know what i want it to look like um and then i i for a wedding specifically i will break up the photos into the events for the day in okay. different uh folders and then that makes it go it's much less daunting to have folders full of hundreds of photos right than, getting ready yes than Family thousands formals, of photos you know prize, yeah absolutely exactly. and totally then great. i edit those folders batch save it's yep. done. My whole goal is to have an amazing photo straight out of camera. Yep. It doesn't, I don't think I'll fix that later. <laughs> yeah. It's let's get it now. So Correct. I spend more time posing and communicating with my clients than I do editing. Okay. Because I don't like sitting in a chair editing. Okay. It's horrible. <laughs> do you, will you stay on the Mark IV or is the mirrorless stuff look interesting to you or? Um, I've seen when the mirrorless first came out. People were like, oh boy, no, yeah. it's not going to happen. And now I'm seeing lots of people going to the Sony okay. and saying how crisp and sharp it is. They have like a it, face finder or whatever, yep. like it focuses. Yep. Um, I'm happy with my Mark IV. Okay. Uh, maybe I could look into the mirrorless, but I don't even know. What like, I... do the lenses even work on yep, the mirrorless? Yep. Oh. So there's the Canon R. I've been shooting, I got a Z, the Nikon version, a year ago. And, well, first I rented the Z7, which is like the nice, the nicer of the mirrorless on the Nikon. And I didn't like it at all. And then I got the Z6 a year ago. And first of all, they finally gotten good enough where when you look through the viewfinder, it's better than real life. Like, so it oh, doesn't, nice. it doesn't look like you're looking at a computer screen sure. like the Sonys do or ha- did. So it looks great. I have been working with the files for a year now. So I have a D850 and then the Z6. And I have no distinguishable difference other than the file size between the okay. Z6 and the 850. And because what I'm seeing is exactly what the the file will be, yeah. my exposure is never off. Oh, nice. So I'm not doing any sort of like post work where I'm fixing exposures. Sure, okay. Because... If it looks dark in your eye, yeah. it will be dark right. as opposed to... And then I think that in some sense, it goes faster. Also, uh, my buddy Logan always talked about this, how he liked shooting with completely silent cameras during right. getting ready. So you're just not oh, yeah. messing with the flow. Sure. So you can, it's so easy to flip sound off completely. Oh, okay. So you can shoot without people really realizing it, yeah. which I think has reasons there's something yeah. beautiful about an slr and when you're that you know what i mean like that's there's a fun there's yeah. there's a beauty to that sound yeah uh but it's helpful in some cases to shoot without any 
uh, without any noise. Yeah, I but, honestly haven't put much thought into it. I've seen people talking about when you it. You have what you need. It's hard to like. I'm just not. It's going to make you zero more dollars to. Yeah. To rebuy I mean, everything. when yeah. my camera has burned out its shutter and okay. I need a new camera, <laughs> I might look into. Do you just have one, or do you have? I have two. Okay. I have two Mark IVs, um, and then I have like a granddaddy mark three that's there just in case everything goes to hell (laughs) um but it's working for me now and i there's no need to get a new camera but when time comes i'll i'm sure there'll be something new by then isn't that crazy like how i felt like when i was young i just assumed that the issue was camera and i mean between like a 400 hundred dollar best buy nikon and a you know four thousand dollar t850 when they came out ish there is a difference. Yeah. But now, like, a lens isn't going to solve my problems. No. A lens isn't going to solve a, a, right. a poor composition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, a lens can... You can see the difference in clarity. Correct. Or depth of field. Right. It's real nice. You know, I mean, it looks more expensive sometimes if you do it a certain way. Right. But you could take a good picture with a disposable camera. Correct. Correct. So it doesn't really matter what setup you have as long as you have the artistic eye. Yeah, it's it's it, everybody says, what kind of camera do you use? Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, if I were shooting a bow and arrow, it's not as easy as picking it up and just getting the target. Correct. You have to practice. You have to be good at what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm totally on those people who doesn't matter what you shoot with. You got to yeah. be an artist. You got to know what you're doing. One of the questions that I got for you. Uh, somebody asked me was, and let me pull it up here, was what what kind of wisdom or advice do you have for somebody getting into the wedding photography market? Oh, um, yeah, because I just kind of decided one day, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you had already developed your, you know, I mean, you're, you were... Uh, you know, you were a Chevy who decided that they wanted to make a minivan. It's like, well, you already yeah. dominate this part of the market. You you have a business here. Yeah. So just saying, hey, I want to make a minivan yeah. too. It's The only reason I wasn't doing weddings is because the first wedding that I did, I booked 18 months in advance and then got pregnant and yeah. did that wedding eight months pregnant yeah. and about died. <laughs> so there was a period of time where I'm like, okay, you can't do weddings when you're making a family. Yeah. What I did, and it's always been my business foundation is I'm going to take control of who I am and be kind on that wedding day. So I always say Mary Poppins. She was, that woman is so bossy and she gets everyone to do what she wants, but she does it in such a kind way. So I discovered after my first wedding, whatever many years ago that I needed to be like a wedding day manager and it was my responsibility to make sure that the first look happened at noon. Mm-hmm. I don't wait around for the bride to be like, I'm ready now, because yeah. that never happens. She's yeah. never ready. So I knew that if I wanted things to happen, I needed to ha- make it happen, communicate with her before, during, and after the wedding, and be always be respectful and kind during the wedding day. Hmm. Uh, and everything will go perfect for you as a photographer if you can nail that communication down and direct people on where you want them to be. I feel like that's the best advice you can give to someone who's never yeah. taken a wedding. Yeah. And then I think that the, in my experience, 
doing a wed- one wedding well should get you three more. I mean, oh, like yeah, if, absolutely. So how do you break into it? It's like, well, you just got to get one. You just do it. And you probably have to do it for cheap or whatever you're actually yeah. worth, which if you've never shot a wedding, you're not yeah. worth $3,000, oh, even yeah. though that's what you'd like to get paid. Right, right. So some of those things you have to kind of set some sort of a goal and say, I'd like to get there. Right. But, I mean, you have to have the work. Right. I mean, I t- the first wedding I took was maybe five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was for someone who I knew through a person, through a person. And they're okay. like, please take our wedding. I'm like, I don't do weddings. So I charged $1,500 for the full day. And they got all the images. And I did not have the intent of taking more weddings. But because I took that yeah, one wedding, yeah. every, there's just something about wedding photography that if there's even a hint that you might take it, everybody's like, oh, you take weddings now. So I totally agree. If it's your first wedding, don't charge as much and do your best and you'll get there. You'll, you know, ladder your way up the pricing system or whatever. I think what, what you have said, um, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I would just argue that in general, so much of photography is about who I am as a photographer, less about, my photos and what I deliver and how you treat people is actually so much more important oh, than yeah, we absolutely. give credit for and being able to work in what we, where we put ourselves, who we're around, how we communicate with people, how we treat people becomes 80% of what we're doing. Absolutely. And the goal is to crush it and deliver mm-hmm. these great photos, mm-hmm. but you're not always set up to do that very well. Right. You know what I mean? When somebody says, I want to get married July 5th at noon mm-hmm. outside, it's like, well, what are you going to get outside at noon? Yeah. You know, when it's 102 degrees out. <laughs> or for some reason, I've been, um, uh, someone told me the other day that I have the reputation that I do great winter weddings. So I'm booking all these in the middle of the snow weddings, and yeah. it's like, yeah, well, it's it difficult. got dark at five o'clock, yeah. and you want your ceremony at six, but you don't want to see each other. You know, I mean, there's yeah. just situations where, um, being an incredible, incredibly kind person who, like you said, has control of this Mary Poppins. Yes. Like that actually is so much more important. Absolutely. Then um, there are literally times when you can't give them an image that looks like it was torn out of a magazine. Yeah. Which is okay. Like, right. A lot of times they don't, very few people that I've ever worked with have no concept of reality. People don't. Uh, expect to look like a Victoria's Secret model when right. they don't. I mean, they they, yeah. they have an idea that it's exactly. them in the photos, yeah. and it, it'll it'll look like them right. and where they book at some level. Um, so I've I've dealt with people that are pretty realistic in their expectations. Yeah, but I always want to wow them by how graceful I am. Yeah, how confident I am, how quickly I work. Exactly. How, you know, how 100%. fast I deliver. I mean, all those things. Yes, 100%. I strict, I firmly believe that if they have a good experience during the photo session, they will then like the photos even more because they're going to associate a good time with yeah. seeing those. There's some sort of psychological, yeah. like I hug my clients. I'm not a hugger, <laughs> but I want to break that awkwardness and yeah. give them a hug and, you know... I just kind of sweep them off their feet. There's no awkward silences, you know, play music. Yeah. Just give them that when the session ends, I always get a text message that says, my kids can't stop talking about you. Or my husband said that was fun. Yeah. 
And I'm like, which that's the best. The, which in the, in the world of uh, husbands reacting to, to a photo shoot, that's yes, a good one. Yes, so <laughs> yeah. I 100% agree that a good experience is almost more important than a fantastic photo. How do you, uh, how do you create that? Because So one of my theories over the years has been that the best way to do that is like to get your shit together at home. So it's like, have a good relationship with your spouse, have a good relationship with your kids. So that when you leave the house, you like have the capacity to be kind and to meet other people's needs. So that's what, which that isn't, that is more difficult for some people. They're in more difficult situations or something. But what are some of the things that like, other than, other than like, figure all your own stuff out before you become a photographer. What are some ways, like you said, you're, you're styling most of your clients. Yes. So you're showing up or do they have a pre-consultation? I have a Facebook group where all my clothes are in an album okay. and they're welcome to look through it. And um, they let me know which ones they'd like me to bring. They also plan their own clothing and mm-hmm. I can help them walk them through that. I always do you see everybody's clothes yes, beforehand like yes. you require that i want to see pictures i don't of require it okay i just say hey send me what you're thinking okay if you need help let me know okay and they'll say i found this dress for me i'm struggling with what my husband should wear okay. and so then i'll send them like this would be great this would be great and they'll say oh he has something like that I'm like okay. perfect and then i'll say is there anything of mine that you want me to bring and they'll say i love this dress do you think it'd fit me and i'm like I pick my dresses so they fit a variety of sizes. I'm like, yep. yes. And if you wear it, great. If you don't, whatever. It's not cool. a big deal. I'll bring it. Um, I forget your question. What was your okay. question? Okay, <laughs> so I'm just trying to think of like some of the things that you do oh, right, right. to add value, to add that experience. Sure. So it's like you say like you're hugging. You're yeah. actually providing them with clothes, which yes. gives them a lot of confidence when yes. you can say, I already love this. Right. So I am a firm believer that some people got it. And some people don't. Yeah. <laughs> some people are are good at making people feel welcome. And yeah. some people are just, they just don't have it. And that's okay. I was a waitress for two years. And I learned quickly there how to get more tips. <laughs> and it wasn't what you, it wasn't like showing more leg or whatever. It was just being nice. Correct. It was coming, I'm saying, guys, thanks for coming in and doing the whole spiel, showing up and not being too annoying, but being friendly and approachable. I learned a lot from being a waitress and I almost take on a different persona, like an alternate, uh, an alter ego. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do in my sessions. I'm super, super nervous leading up to it. Really? Just like worried about something, you know, going wrong or, you know, you know, who knows, just all these things. I'm super <laughs> nervous about it, but I think that those nerves keep me wanting to do good. Yeah. If I get to the point where I'm like, oh, I'll nail it, no big deal. <laughs> if I feel that way, then I'm not doing the work I should. It's that excitement and that wanting to do good and wanting them to be happy. Cool. I'm such a people pleaser. Oh. And I want people to feel good about themselves. I'm not taking pictures because I want to feel good about me. I yeah. want them to feel good. I want them to leave and be like, that wasn't weird or awkward. Yeah. I did my job correctly then. So I feel like that's me wanting to make them happy is the mindset you should have as a photographer rather than I hope I don't bomb. Yeah. All that kind of, I always wear comfortable clothes. I make sure that I am comfortable. So I'm not worried about my butt crack showing or my hair's falling out. I am worried about my client a hundred percent. I don't care about me. I want them to feel good. Okay. What is there certain photos you've taken or types of sessions you do that you feel like are 
the most fulfilling or the most fun for you or uh, maternity motherhood okay. sessions and I feel that way because I didn't have those mm-hmm. and looking back I wish I would have and I, I have heard stories from other mothers that there's this need for them to have these photos because it's a time in their life they can't get back yeah. and they just want to stop that time and have those photos so those are the most fulfilling for me because they're just beautiful there's there's no cheesy moments it's just your kid or you pregnant and i just i just really like that mm-hmm. with a family session um i do love family sessions but they're very unpredictable and i don't have a lot of control yeah. when you do maternity or a motherhood there's no expectation yeah it's just a mother's love and most Oftentimes a mom and a baby or a mom that's pregnant, you control every element to it. Yeah, exactly. It's not, you know what I mean? There's not like a and two-year-old. They do, that, and it's almost yeah. like a boudoir session. Yeah. I, I don't do those type of sessions, but they show up only knowing that they just want these photos with their kid. Yeah. They're like, I don't care any, about anything else. So mm-hmm. I do get to dress them. I do get to pick the location. Yeah. I get to tell them how to pose and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, yeah, I, I just love those types of sessions. Cool. That's great. All right. We are, that's the first half of this. We're going to come back at you with part two in just a moment.